Welcome to episode 569. This is the High Performance Mindset Podcast, and this is Sindra Kampoff, your host. Thanks so much for joining us here today. I'm grateful that you're here. This episode includes a High Performance Mindset short, which includes a 10 or 15 minute excerpt from the most popular episodes of our podcast over the years. It's short, to the point, value-added episodes, and we hope that you love them. In this episode, I talk to Jack Canfield, the author of one of my favorite books, The Success Principles. Let me tell you a little bit before Jack before we dive into his episode. Jack is the co-author and co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. I bet you know those books. He has developed 42 New York Times bestsellers and holds a Guinness Book world record for having seven books on the New York Times bestseller list simultaneously. He is known as American's number one success coach, and Jack has studied and reported on what makes successful people different. Over the last 40 years, his compelling message, empowering energy, and personal coaching style has helped thousands and thousands of individuals achieve their dreams. He lives in Santa Barbara, California, and in this episode, Jack and I talk about his mirror exercise to give yourself appreciation, how to reduce your negative thinking, and ways to address your limiting beliefs. If you'd like to see the full show notes and description of this podcast, at least the short version, you can head over to syndracampoff.com slash 569 for episode 569. All right. Hope you enjoy this mindset short with Jack Canfield. Well, one of the things I teach in the book is called scorekeeping for success. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's now something online called the Seinfeld method. There was a comedian asked Jerry Seinfeld. He said, you know, you're very funny. Uh, What what advice would you give to a young comedian? And Jerry is reported as saying every day, take one hour and write jokes. And he said then on your calendar, exit off in red. And you never want to have a day where there's not a red X. You want to keep the string going 100 days, 200 days, 300 days, 400 days. Now, every joke you write won't be funny. But if you don't sit there and do that, you're not going to get jokes. Mm -hmm. I do that for writing. You know, I write for an hour a day. I don't care where I am. I'm on an airplane. If I'm doing a seminar, I do it in my room at night, et cetera. I record so many podcasts, so many YouTube videos, so many, you know, uh, Facebook lives every week, et cetera. Those are commitments that have become habits to my lifestyle. Um, people do it with their exercise. I, I, when we, we teach something called the mirror exercise, which is every night before you go to bed, you talk to yourself in the mirror and you appreciate yourself. Because we know that our inner child responds to appreciation. Uh, you know, one of the five love languages that Gary Chapman writes about in his book is words of affirmation. We all want affirmation. And so what happens is, I can say to myself in the mirror, Jack, I want to acknowledge you for the following things today. You wrote another chapter for your book. You did two great interviews. You ate healthy. You passed up dessert. So we acknowledge ourselves for what we accomplished, any disciplines we kept, you know, you read for an hour, whatever. And then also any, any uh, temptations you overcame, like you didn't eat dessert. You didn't stay up till three in the morning playing words with friends, you know, whatever it is that you did. And then you end with, I love you. Well, I have a woman in New York who's been doing this for 1,776 days as of today. And she was one of these kind of bitchy New York type people, you know, real hard, tough person. Now she's one of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever met. You'd you'd, you'd think she lived in California or or Minnesota, nice Minnesota people. And so 
So what happens is that you can transform yourself if you keep things going on a, on a level. And she said, now it's like food. I wouldn't want to go through a day without the mental food as well as the physical food I put into my body. And that's why meditation is so important to do every day. I teach something called the hour of power in the book. And it's 20 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of reading, something uplifting, inspiring, or educational, not a novel. And then something, uh, 20 minutes of exercise, whether it's aerobic exercise or high intensity training, Pilates, yoga, but I recommend something to get your body moving. So your energy is going, you're detoxing your body and so forth. You do those three things, this hour of power, and you're going to be wiser, healthier, and more uh, you know, successful at the end of the year. So in that example, I'm just hearing the importance of doing it every day. And I remember listening, I was thinking of listening to one of your audio programs on a way to a talk with some athletes. This was maybe five years ago. You know, uh, I think it was a DVD you could, you could put in your, in your car. I still have it in my car. <laughs> but I remember you talking about the mirror test. Um, and I really like that idea. Has, um, do, you, do you encourage people to say it out loud or can you say it in your head? Like, what do you think is most powerful? And has there been any, anyone that has maybe, I'm just thinking maybe there might be some uh, people that might say, oh, I, you know, that's not for me, but I want you to kind of describe why it could be for sure. You know, anything new is not for me. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. I, I just recently got into essential oils. These oils that you can actually diffuse in your room and you can rub on your hands and smell them. Things like lavender and yeah. frankincense opened up a whole new world for me. And, you know, three years ago, I would have said, oh, that's the stuff they put in the spa when you go get a massage. That's, you know, who needs that? That's kind not of for man, me. The manly man approach, you know. My yeah. wife has scented candles, you know, so what? And perfume, whatever. So I think a lot of times when we don't understand something and it's new, we tend to poo-poo it because we don't understand it. And one of the things we do is we talk to ourselves all day long. Yeah. Uh, some poor doctoral student figured out that we think 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And the majority of those thoughts for the majority of people are negative. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. That's not going to work. There's no men left in town to marry. I'm going to lose my job, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so if we can replace that negative self-talk with positive self-talk, it actually affects our health. Because whenever we're thinking a negative thought, it literally creates a vibrational waste product in your body. Now, what do I mean by that? There's an emotion you feel. All negative emotions actually create toxins that end up in your liver. This is one of the reasons that a lot of people are sick. I know this sounds woo and strange, but we know that rose has a vibration that basically makes you feel good, makes you open, opens your heart. Why do we give roses to people? You know, people show up on the date with flowers, roses on Thanksgiving, rose perfume, very, very wonderful joy creating kind of fragrance. So when we don't understand that, we just kind of poo poo it because we don't want to look stupid. We, we think it's weird, whatever. So I think when people hear talking to themselves in the mirror, that sounds like something a crazy person would do. But right. we're talking to ourselves all day long anyway. Yeah. So now we're going to intentionally for yeah. just a few moments, replace some of that negative self-talk with positive self-talk, which builds our self-esteem, builds our confidence, acknowledges our success, acknowledges our uh, progress acknowledges our disciplines and our, you know, the things we're committed to and not being succumbing to the things we shouldn't be doing. And so that is very powerful. Now, as far as doing it out loud, I recommend that as long as it makes sense to do it. So if your kids are in the next room and they think dad's lost it, you know, you could do it silently to yourself. Uh, but I do it in the hotel. I still do this. I, I learned this, I would say, 20 years ago. And um, so my wife knows I do it. So if she walks in, it's not a big deal. And I, 
when I first did it, I said, honey, I'm going to be talking to myself in the mirror. It's not, I'm crazy. Um, it's an exercise I'm doing. We're going to see how it works. I used to beat myself up. If I misplaced the keys, mm -hmm. I go, Oh, Jack, you're so stupid. You never can find anything. And now if I misplace the keys it's well, I misplaced the keys. Let's go look for them. I don't have that negative self-talk. It's like, it's like we're putting plants in that crowd out the weeds. So the weeds disappear and we only have positive thoughts. That takes a while to do that. You know, uh, at least a month. Uh, to start seeing real impact, but it's worth it. So one month and you'd start seeing an impact, maybe sooner. So I appreciate you saying that. And Jack, I think I was kind of in, similar to you that I used to think that beating myself up like would help motivate myself. You know, that, that, right. like, when I was in college, I was a really good runner, um, but I kept on getting in my own way. And I thought, well, the more I think about that hard race and that difficult race and how much I failed, you know, I'd be motivated for the next one, but it was quite the opposite. Um, so I try to practice some self-compassion too. <laughs> Sometimes I lose right. <laughs> No, I can relate. I actually ran track as well. And, and then they tried to make me a long distance runner. I, I never really achieved that. But when I was running even a half mile, I was like, you know, come on, you wuss. Don't, you know, I was doing that kind of stuff. And now it's like, you know, come on, you have God's energy behind you. You can do this. You're amazing. You're, and I, I, I heard this person, he's the world's triathlon champion double triathlon where they run they do two triathlons two days in a row i mean i can't even imagine that yeah. and they were interviewing him and he said what made you able to do this he said i stopped listening to my inner critic i started talking to it instead nice nice powerful yeah. so a few other questions i have about some of the content in your book um i really like this idea of limiting beliefs and moving past those limiting beliefs. And you said something earlier that many times we don't even realize we have those limiting beliefs. So tell us a little bit about um, the structure that you give in the book of just identifying those limiting beliefs and like, how do we move forward um, towards beliefs that really are going to build us up or help us be more successful or reach our goals? Sure. Well, basically, I think I was writing about that in the area of money. And a lot of us have limiting beliefs in the area of money. You know, money doesn't grow on trees and it's easier for it's harder. It's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. Money's the root of all evil, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and, and nobody in our family's ever made money. You know, if you want money, it means you're, you're, you're greedy. There's a lot of stuff. So what you have to do is, first of all, just watch your thoughts. This is why meditation is so powerful. It's you sit there. And as you're thinking about things, you can watch what you're thinking and you develop this witness. And then you begin to go, wow, you know, I'm thinking this negative thought over and over, whether it's about money or there's no, no available women in town or all the good jobs are taken, you know, um, going to go bankrupt, going to die from COVID-19. You start yeah. seeing that. Then you have to say, okay, is that thought, I, there's a lot of different questions you could ask yourself, but the, the one, the main one is, is this thought serving me? And it's yeah. not. You know, what would be, then you could ask yourself, where does this thought come from? Most of our thoughts come from our parents, from our schooling we grow up, from the culture we grow up in, perhaps from the church we go to, et cetera. And then what's the opposite thought? You know, the opposite of money is the root of all evil could be money is the root of all philanthropy. Money is the root of all generous giving in my family. Money is the root of great education for my children, you know. So we start to shift the, the belief. What's the opposite? And then what we have to do is what would be the benefit of thinking this thought hmm. and start to see, you know, if I think this thought, where am I going to end up? If I think that other thought, where am I going to end up? You know, now that I have this new thought, we have to implant it through repetition, just like with the mirror exercise, think big in yourself. So this is where affirmations come through. So you create the opposite thought, you know, 
I have everything I need to accomplish anything I want instead of I'm stupid or I didn't go to college or, you know, whatever. And then when you, you want to repeat that, and what I recommend in the morning and right before you go to bed. Okay. And what happens in the morning when you first get up, you're kind of in that half asleep, half awake state. Yeah. Great time if you have some three by five cards or your phone with your affirmations in it, whatever. Just read them. If you can read them out loud, great. Read them with feeling. And then I recommend people close their eyes and see what their life would look like if they were actually achieving that. Well, you know, if you were living that life based on that belief. And then do it again before you go to bed because what you think about right before you go to bed, your subconscious is going to play with more through the night and into your hippocampus into your memory and um, unfortunately most people are watching the negative news or they're watching some terrible movie you know where there's a lot of violence that's what's getting imprinted i think that last part is really powerful about envisioning and doing some imagery and visual visualization about what would my life look like if i believed this right and even yeah. imagining that and i'm thinking about how then that becomes shaping your identity and like who you are if you can continue to imagine yourself that way Exactly. You know, I think it was uh, Zig Ziglar said, worrying is negative goal setting. It's visualizing and thinking about the exact result you don't want. <laughs> so what you want to do when you find yourself in a negative belief or a negative thought or a worrying thought is to ask yourself, what's the opposite? What do I want to be experiencing? Focus on what you want. Martin Luther King said, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. He didn't give a speech called, I have a complaint. He gave a speech right. called, I have a dream. And so he had a lot to complain about. People were blowing up his church, trying to kill him, et cetera, threatening his family. And so he said, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on what I want the world to look like where all the young boys and girls are judged, not by the quality, by the color of their skin, but by the quality of their character. And have we achieved that fully yet? Obviously not. Are we further ahead than we were in the 1960s? Obviously, yes. So basically, we have to keep working toward and focusing on what we want. So always be spending your time talking about thinking about visualizing planning for the future you want not what you don't want hi this is Cindra Kampoff and thanks for listening to the high performance mindset did you know that the ideas we share in the show are things we actually specialize in implementing if you want to become mentally stronger lead your team more effectively and get to your goals quicker Visit freementalbreakthroughcall.com to sign up for your free mental breakthrough call with one of our certified coaches. Again, that's freementalbreakthroughcall.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon.